When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reed. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And uh, today we're talking about The Proposal. The Proposal, as chosen by you in our very first audience choice episode. Yeah, our Patreons. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody else listening, uh, if you're like, why the hell are we doing the 2009 uh, Sandra Bullock, Ryan Reynolds romantic comedy? It's because the patrons picked it. Yeah. Uh, you guys are the ones that voted for it. So if, if you guys got a problem with that, uh, well, head on over to patreon.com slash the film was right. <laughs> become, our, uh, become one of our sponsors and uh, you can vote on what uh, what is going to be happening uh, happening next. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a very bad movie, but a very good pick. It it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like I I'd seen uh, it once, like probably back in two thousand nine. Okay. And I was just like, well, like okay, like <laughs> I'm saying this compared to, you know, Police Academy, which uh, you know we did a while back, where you're like, oof, that's what passes as comedy in nineteen eighty four. So like, <laughs> this is just, just a to, ten year difference. To be ten years outdated, I'm like, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's not too bad. I think just because when they opened up, uh, any movie that opens up on a woman exercising and reading at the same time, I'm like, shut it down. Shut this whole movie down. I hate that movie trope so much. First of all, that's a trope. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Women in films. It's like, I I don't know who wrote this film. I should have looked that up. I don't know if a man or a woman wrote this film. Uh, for some reason, I feel like it's a man, but I could be mistaken. I just hate this idea of women running and reading at the same time. I'm like, I don't think this is physically possible. I, or maybe she's on a bike, but either way, there's like, there's a movement to it where I'm like, you're going to give yourself a headache, girl. Like there's no, for need, sure. there's no need for this. This is nonsense. Nobody does this. And I don't understand this idea of like, look at this working woman that won't stop. She's trying to get it all. Yeah. I did write that down as a weird thing. I didn't uh, understand that that was a trope. Yeah, it is a trope. It's I, like a Legally Blonde does a, oh, uh, yeah. Any, any movie where it's like, look at this hot, smart girl. She's going to exercise and read at the same time i'm like just give her a podcast man okay? yeah like an audiobook yeah <laughs> that's what i do man that's uh, crazy. oh you written writer peter uh yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, i thought yeah, that's, that's what a, i that's thought that's it's like yeah. that's how women get ready in the morning right um oh, i madness yeah i would have loved to just see her get off that bike and then just lean over and vomit because she gave herself yeah. motion sickness <laughs> but um yeah i guess we should probably talk about who the villain of this movie is who did who did Bad you... tropes in movie i know uh, yeah that's a... <laughs> uh who did you peg as the villain in this okay well obviously okay well there's two okay right there's two uh there's uh the father yeah right joe joe paxton is obviously 
some sort of a villain here. He does some villainous things. They have a really like bad relationship together, him and uh, Andrew Ryan Reynolds' character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously, uh, Mr. Gilbertson. Mr. Gilbertson? Ryan? Who's Mr. Gilbertson? The guy that's trying to get them uh, oh, deported. Oh, 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 the... the <laughs> I was like, that character is not important. No, I was like, <laughs> I he's very clearly. <laughs> he's very clearly the villain. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very true. Um, I, <laughs> I like that you did it. I was like, I'm getting pretty good at this. <laughs> no, I, I don't he's even, definitely clearly, I he think, is, kind of one of the main guys. <sighs> He is kind yeah, of one no, of the main no, guys. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He is, I would th- say, the villain in the sense of he is the guy who's trying to stop the main characters from getting what they want. But I also think, which, you know, is the villain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I also think, like, the movie sort of views Sandra Bullock's character as the villain, even though, like, mm. she's a main character and, like, you Yeah, know, well, they does call her a witch ar- off the top. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think she kind of comes around. So I think that I, I would say, like, almost the ultimate villain is... I, I had the dad also mm. as, I think, the, the most villainous person in that, and yep. I think he's right. I think everything he did was justified. Now, I do have trouble arguing <laughs> for an immigration agent. <laughs> what? Oh, I can totally argue this immigration agent. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Are you kidding me? First of all, just doing his job. Hello. Mm. Okay, getting that paycheck. I understand that. Also, um, if... Okay, here here's why I can I feel like I can argue for him. Right. Because this woman is getting deported back to Canada. Okay. If she if this was like a, a if she was going back to a bad country, like someplace that was war torn, something like that, then absolutely I would view this guy as a villain that is wrong and this is injustice, right? Right. This guy is only doing his job. Um she and also Sandra Bullock's character, uh Margaret, has had a thousand chances, it sounds like. She's just been avoiding the immigration lawyers, right? And she fucked it up because she left the country. And also, um, everything this immigration lawyer believes is true. So (laughs) True. Uh, Yeah, I give him leniency in that it's pretty blatant what they're doing. And he's just like, you think that, one, you can just butt in line Mm -hmm. at this immigration office because, Mm -hmm. like, it's like, okay, first of all, it's oh, we okay. gotta get, mm. I'm Canadian and like I'm important. So I just jump ahead of the line. No, no, no. Dude, no, that, no, no. I almost had an aneurysm I watching that. I'm, I'm very much about like, lines and you must wait your turn in line. Yeah, you know what? We've all waited and this person got here first. So they you, gotta go first. You know what that is? Being Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> That's the one thing yeah. these screenwriters got wrong is like, I'm surprised Ryan Reynolds actually didn't. He's uh, mm. like, no, 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 no. You, you wait in line. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Um, oh. Yeah. I guess because the, uh, Sandra Bullock is so blatant about it, mm. like, and so just like obvious, obviously they're not really getting married. Well, yeah, because that's the point that I'm trying to make about this character is that this isn't a conspiracy in his head. Okay, this isn't something he's driving towards and it's like, oh, this crazy idea. I'm going to get these kids, right? It's like, no, everything is accurate. Um, You've already had a tip against them. Okay, if he was just doing this off of a hunch, maybe I could argue that he is incorrect. But somebody literally called their hotline and was like, this is what these two people are doing. It is accurate, okay? It checks yeah. out. The timeline makes sense. 
I don't think this guy's wrong. No, and and presumably he was the agent who was in charge of Margaret's original visa. Yeah. One would presume anyway. Yeah. So he knows that she fucked it up. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, now you're trying to get around it by being a technicality. Yeah. Like, and in that sense, yeah, I can kind of, I can cut, you're right. He's, yeah. he's. He, I would like to say only within the scope of this movie am I arguing for this immigration motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah Nowhere yeah. outside in the real world would I ever have this argument. It is very immoral. I think it's fucking crazy. And I hate everything that's happening right now. Well, yes. <laughs> okay. I just, I, I just yeah, want to yeah. say that. Just, uh, just insert that. <laughs> okay. And um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because there's something that I wrote down watching this, which I really want to talk about, which is... Um, She's Canadian, mm-hmm. and she even says a thing where it's like, well, it's it's not like I'm really an immigrant. I'm like, I'm oh, just Canadian, yeah, which is like, ooh. Ew, that's so ew. dark. That's so, dark. I don't like so that. Awful. It's gross. It's, it's gross. It's very gross because uh, every Canadian knows, <laughs> especially anybody who's trying to work in the States knows. It's, it's real hard. Um, and uh, what would be different about this movie if – Nothing else has changed mm. um, except she's an immigrant from, say, China or Pakistan or Mexico or Brazil or something or the Middle East, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I think What's, that changes the tone of the movie drastically. Exactly. So it's like from that standpoint, I'm li- like, it's it, it's kind of hard to argue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the movie kind of like whitewash, like literally whitewashes it where they yeah. go, uh, it's okay, she's Canadian, she belongs here because she is white and has Ugh. no accent. And like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like that's that's very much a hand wave that, that goes, it goes like, no, no, it's fine. She's allowed to be here. It's not one of those immigrants. Yeah. Do you notice she doesn't really have a Canadian accent at all? I didn't hear one A in there, and I, I'm furious. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta drop one, baby. Whole movie? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I mean, it's. I don't know how. Uh, I'm just saying, we. If uh, I'm a Canadian going down trying to get an American role, they will make me speak in an American accent. Although I've been told I have one anyway. So, but but you know what I'm saying? If somebody has a thick accent, they'll like send them down and be like, okay, you gotta American this up. We will not tolerate a Canadian accent. Yeah, but I don't think anybody wants to see Sandra Bullock going like, oh, fucking hack a dart, eh? Like, <laughs> well, I'm not saying thick. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Although now that you say it and I'm picturing it, and I'm like, yeah, that might have been the right choice. <laughs> I, well, now that you mentioned, now that you mentioned the voice, because uh, there is a point where she's like, oh, okay, no problem. I'll just move back to uh, Canada and I can manage it from Toronto. Yeah. And I just really am wondering how she said, said Toronto. Because mm. that's that well, it wasn't Toronto. I'll tell you that because I would I would have clocked it. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who uh, <laughs> maybe aren't from Canada, or uh, if it's it's T R O N T O. Did I spell that right? Jesus, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> but you don't pronounce any of the T's. Well, except for the first one. Yeah, I guess. but it's like Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, I was going like, to tr- Toronto. Uh, <laughs> Going to Toronto, uh, and I was trying to describe. I was, a, I was actually trying to think of how you explain to somebody how you actually say Toronto, uh, mm. and um, it's it's the Royal X 
so there's a fair every year called the, the oh, exhibition. Oh, yeah. And they have this jingle. It's like, uh, and do everything you want to. And come to Rana, come do everything you want to. It's the X. And I'm just like, that's it. That's how you say it. It rhymes with wanna. <laughs> I would like love the if laziest that's the way origin could... of how that got started. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. It's come celebrate Toronto and do everything you want at the X. Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, okay. So, the, uh, the immigration officer, I guess, is. In the scope of this movie, I scope. would say. I agree. Of an arrogant, rich white woman thinking that she's above she's the law. She's above the law. Uh, he already got a tip for it. Yeah. The tip lines up with their lives. Yeah. This makes sense. Yeah. Um, the only thing <laughs> that I felt was a little excessive mm. was him flying all the way from New York City to Alaska in a weekend just to, like, snag them at the thing. Like, why didn't he just wait well, until... Well, because it, the dad called them. That's right. why. If the dad's calling him, like, hey, like, I've got them. If you can let my, you know what I mean? Because this is like a, this is like a federal offense. You know what I mean? Like true, this is true, not, true, true, true. This is a big boy deal. Yeah, which right? he says many, many times. He, and he really drives that home. He goes, like, this is six years in prison, yes. $25,000 This is fine. a really super big deal. Please do not do this. Yeah. I beg of you. I'm giving you more than enough opportunities. Although what I did love, what I found as a bit of a plot hole in this movie was they were like, okay, you're going voluntarily, so everything's dropped and there's no problem. And I'm like, okay, well, these two individuals just wasted a government official's time, money, people's taxpayer dollars, whatever. Yeah. And there's no crime for either of these people anymore because they're like, oh, I'm going to leave voluntarily. Ha ha, just, just tricked ya, just fooled ya. <laughs> <laughs> Trixies. You know what I mean? Because like, there's a moment where he gives them an ultimatum with him and Joe, the father, and they're in there and they're like, listen, this this offer only lasts for like 20 seconds or whatever. And then 20 seconds goes past and he's like, okay, like if you're caught, like I have to arrest you. And then just, they get caught and nothing happens. <laughs> like it's just fine. <laughs> I guess in the context of they never really went through with it. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems shady. I feel like yeah. I'm like, ah, somebody needs at least a ticket, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for sure. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple yeah, yeah. of dollars there's a, there's or something. There's a fine yeah, yeah, to yeah. be had. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Lying to an immigration officer or something like that. Yeah, I, w I would think so. You know what I mean? Especially in the United States. People get like fucking 15 years for stealing like $100 worth of quarters, man. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, and, and so you also mentioned that the tip came from... Uh, oh, Bob. Bob, his dad. Joe, oh, Joe. The oh, okay. Joe, the yeah, the yeah. last tip, yeah. Drew's, uh, Drew's dad. Yeah. Um, who I think uh, pretty uh, pretty right in this sense. Like he doesn't have a lot of screen time or a lot of stuff. All we know is that he's like he's got um, him and Drew do not get along. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds' character, uh, and he clocks it the second that they get to their place in Alaska, right? Mm -hmm. Where he goes. Oh, she's your meal ticket, and you brought her home to meet your mother. Yeah. And he goes, you hate this woman. And he goes, I never took you as a guy to sleep his way to mediocrity. And I'm just like, ooh. Like, all that is kind of true. Like, his family knows that he hates 
Yeah, and that I, that's a great point. I don't want to uh, talk about that specifically because everyone, like every one of their comments as soon as she arrives, I think is supposed to be seen as like, oh, look at this family being kind of shitty to this woman that they just met. And I'm like, oh no, I probably would have went harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've, he's uh, been working there for what, three, four years? Three years. Three yeah. years. He's been working there for three years. Uh, presumably calls them at least once a week about this woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd be I'd be dropping a couple of hot comments. And be like, what the fuck are you? And now you're dating, and now yeah. you're engaged. Yeah, and, and now you brought her to your grandmother's ninety. And all of a sudden, party? you're gonna be an editor. What? What? Yeah, like it all <laughs> reeks to high heaven. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like in that sense, like I get the whole like butting heads thing, mm. but he clearly has the best interest of his son in mind. Where he's like, you brought home a girl that we know you can't stand. And all of a sudden, yeah, you're getting that promotion that you always wanted. Mm. It's like, this is not right. Why are you doing this? Absolutely. Yeah. And then calling immigration being like, listen, I got you a deal mm-hmm. because like I've, I've been in this situation for literally two days. And I can tell you that this is not right which I, can, I think most parents would do. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, if I can pull my kid out of this fire, yeah. most parents are like, fuck everyone else. I'm going to pull my kid out of this fire. Like, yeah. You know and, what I mean? It's, it, it's not necessarily the right attitude, but it's an attitude that I could at least understand. Mm-hmm. Right. You can get behind that. I think most Absolutely. parents, most parents would do that. Well, and, and, and because of the situation is that, Sandra Bullock's character gets deported. Other than that, she just she can't visit the states for one year. It's only a year. And she, this is all about her job, by yeah, the way. Yeah, she gets <laughs> she gets deported. That's fine. And for Ryan Reynolds to go through with it, Drew, he gets to sent to prison and a huge fine. Like his life is essentially over, right? Yeah, and that's why I want to speak to. I don't find Sandra Bullock's character super redeeming, even towards the end. Because I'm like, the shit that you did in my mind is so bad and so much worse than every other thing that anybody did in this movie. I don't find you redeemable. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, this exact is exactly the point of she only had to wait one year. You know what I mean? Getting deported. You're going to put your job in front of somebody going to jail. <laughs> yeah, and, and clearly she's high enough up at this publishing company where it's oh, not impossible that you would get another job. <laughs> Oh, girl's getting a good job. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're rolling back to Toronto, sitting real pretty. Yeah, there's you, one. You're thing, doing okay. Girl. If there's one thing we love, it's people who left. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you're like, Can't. oh, you're you're jack shit. Yeah. We don't we don't want you for our Canadian publishing house. And they're like, oh, you went to the states. Well, then here's more money. There you go. Absolutely. That's how the whole thing works. She'd be set the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Her life is fine, no matter what. I will say what does make her somewhat sympathetic and I don't think the movie really lands on this all that hard is she is uh, an orphan since 16 mm-hmm. um, so she doesn't really know anybody in Canada she she said she doesn't have any friends or relatives there yeah um, she, she's a woman who has made her job her everything and like her life is being ruined by this one mistake that she made. 
Oh yeah, but like if my boat's sinking, I don't start pulling people out of lifeboats. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, hey, get over here, come down with me. Like that's crazy. Yes, and the fact that she didn't ask Ryan Reynolds before, like if there had been a scene where she's like, listen, here's the deal, mm-hmm. far more redeemable. But the fact that she brings him into it kind of without explaining what she's doing is just like, it's fine. You'll marry me. It's okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a big problem that I have with that. Whereas like, they're not co-conspirators anymore. She's using her position of authority over her assistant. Oh yeah. To, to, that whole thing stinks. It stinks real bad. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the one thing I'm sympathetic to, uh, for her character is the way the other people in the office treat her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, um, cause it's one thing to dislike your, but obviously I would, if I worked for her, I would also dislike her. Okay. I'm not faulting these people for disliking this horrible, horrible woman. But, um, the idea of like masked, like a messenger across the board of just like the witch is on her broom. I'm like, team, this is not a, this is not a professional workplace guys. No. Guys, a yeah, little that's, professionalism. That's you know mean. what I mean? You're worried at a publishing company. You could probably write something a little better than that. Yes. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, and 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 again, it's this one scene where she's like in bed and she's like telling uh, Drew the, the, all the things that he needs to know to pass this test. And she goes, when I fired that guy, I went and cried. When he called me an evil mm-hmm. bitch or something, I went to the washroom and I cried. And like, that's the only scene where we see her like humanized yeah. in any real way where she goes, my parents died. Uh, I've been on my own since I'm 16. Uh, when I fired that guy, I went to the bathroom and cried because of the horrible things that he said to me. And you, and she goes, I, the other humanizing thing is I forgot what it was like to have a family. So, but, but I did really want more humanization of her and coming around mm. to this sort of thing. Yeah, you know what I needed? I needed a little more that scene with her dancing with the uh, Betty White with Grandma. <laughs> you needed more of that. I no, I needed <laughs> I needed a little more sprinkle off the top of whimsy. You know what I mean? I needed a, a couple of smaller moments like that where I'm like, okay, you break a bit off the top of the movie. You know what I mean? It felt like, like in it her took personal too life. long. Like like she she is a fun person, but Yeah, exactly. You know what she, I mean? Like because I, she's chosen this tough role to be in. Like, yeah. Like she's kind of got the 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 her guard up or whatever. Yeah, I just needed it to I think I needed it to happen faster. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Because that moment happens so so far on in the movie. Yeah. Where like the only thing that would maybe be comparable is when she gets the dog, but she tries to give the dog to the bird. So that's immediately <laughs> erased. You know what I mean? Like anything that nice from that's like, oh, this is just. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I don't think that the like, oh, she's a the city girl in the, you know, mm. doesn't know how to get down a ladder kind of thing. I don't think any of that played either. Because I was like, if you just got off a plane and you had to be like. Yeah, come on down this rickety ladder in high heels and a dress. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't do fare so well either. 
Uh, I never have any sympathy yeah. for a woman wearing heels in a wrong situation. Fair enough. I'm like, girl, you should have, <laughs> you should have known. I only, I, I only wear heels if I know, if I know as a fact that there will be other people wearing heels at this event. Okay. <laughs> I will not go alone. <laughs> I need, I need soldiers. Okay. Fair. Like I need other people that I can wink at and go, Hey, how are your feet? Like, you know what I mean? I need people to, to bond with. Yeah. And I will say, I know Ryan Reynolds character hates her at this point in the Mm -hmm. movie and isn't giving her any, uh, pain or any quarter, but he could have told her, it's like, Hey, you might want to change your shoes. Cause we got to like go down a ladder and like get in a boat. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Little, little heads up, Ryan. Cause I understand. Cause that was the other thing that kind of freaked me out about the relationship was that even off the top, when they're conspiring together, at no point do either of them really break. Uh, until further on in the movie. And if it's me and I'm like going to jail, guess who's going to buy a ring right now? We are. Guess what else we're doing? Okay. We're going to do this right. Oh yeah. When you're sitting next to me in the plane, I am just going to start drilling you on everything in my life. And we're just going to keep repeating it. You know what I mean? And not be defensive about like, no, I'm not going to tell you that. Ew. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're all going to jail. Okay. So maybe (laughs) you can tell me what your favorite color was when you were a child. It'll be, fine yeah you know what i mean like if i'm sandra bullet i'm going around to each one of these family members and kissing ass okay i'm going up to people asking information stories do you have albums like let me dive into this person as if they are a subject of study and she's clearly capable of doing that because yes. she she manages relationships. Like she got a guy. Like the, the whole thing is she she got a guy, one of the authors who hasn't done an interview in twenty years to mm-hmm. go and do Oprah. Exactly. Which is so clearly you're all right at managing relationships and people. Not everybody hates you. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. She also does this uh, this super shady thing where she mentions. Uh, that she will publish the manuscript that he loves and she was going to do it. She was like, it's brilliant. I just didn't want to do it because I wanted to keep you as an assistant. Oh. That's a little shitty. Oh, dude, that's super shitty. That's, that's super like, shitty. That's like top shelf shitty. Then. Yeah. Top, top shelf, okay? This guy has a keen eye. Well, that's his script too. Or that's his manuscript. Yeah, so like, you know what I mean? Like, uh... Yeah, I he didn't write it though, did he? I no, think he, he did. No, no, no. He's just an editor though. Oh, did yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He said it was the only one he read that like jumped out at him. Right, right, yeah, right, right. And he right. really wanted to get it published, and that was part of his deal was that he was going to get two hundred thousand copies, or sorry, twenty thousand copies. Right. Which yeah, was because a big... he wants to be an editor. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing that re- can I just say one thing that really bothers me about this movie, and I do not buy for a second, is his entire family being like, "So what does a book editor even do? Like it's oh, some, yeah. like it's some <laughs> obscure new like like I think in the original version of that script, it must have been like I'm a social media manager or oh, they some just, sort like, of copy new paste. obscure <laughs> kind of thing, and they're like, that's not. Not relatable enough. Yeah. We needed to be a book publisher, but I was like, "Your your parents run a business empire in Alaska. Mm-hmm. They know what books are. Yeah, they know. Like, what is it? What does an editor do other than take authors out all the time? It's like, well, well, Dad, they make sure the words are spelt right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we yeah. make we get it published like." 
oh, okay, an important part of the business of what of read, re- reading and writing books. Oh, okay, I understand now. But just like editor, what are these newfangled jobs these millennials have? <laughs> oh, dude, I love when I'm watching something and somebody poo-poo's a job that's much better than my own. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dang, <laughs> dang, dog, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, oh, she's only, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's such a weird, it really pulls me out of a movie sometimes where I go, oh, I'm a uh, fucking comedian, man. <laughs> what would this dad say to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God my uh, parents are chill. No <laughs> so kidding, they, right? Oh, yeah, that'd be devastating. <laughs> <laughs> they would be very disappointed in me. Yeah. But like, if you're going to, yeah, if you're going to have people not believe the job that people have. Don't oh, make it a job that's existed literally since Gutenberg. Yeah. Like the printing press was invented and then somebody became an editor, you know? Oh like- yeah. Plus, you know, somebody <laughs> was going over those stone blocks going, no, you got to chip away another letter here. This isn't good. Do it over. <laughs> yeah. Do it again. What? I did the <laughs> I did the whole wall. Do it again. Do it get again. A, get a new wall. The first sentence has a mistake. <laughs> your your U's look a lot like V's. Ah, oh, come on. God I thought that it. was the... Yeah. But uh, we, you mentioned it before, that Betty White scene where they're dancing around. That is the one scene I really could have done without. I oh, it's, hated that. It was very problematic. Yeah. It's absolutely problematic. I wasn't trying to up it. I just meant yeah. like the, the, the essence of whimsy here where For it's sure. like, okay, we're breaking character. But yeah, that I'm like, oh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was going through, I was like, oh, what a great modern movie I'm going through this and there's not been nothing really problematic so yeah. far nothing crazy homophobic or racist or anything like that and then I'm just like oh there it is there it is appropriating native culture there we go that Ugh. Yeah, which you, I honestly don't even think you needed to do you could still keep the exact same scene you know what I mean like okay how would you do in, that in then? the sense of like uh, dancing around a fire isn't you, you can do it in a way that is not disrespect. You know what I mean? Not in reference to something or a culture or a person or a type of thing. Right. Yeah. Like if she was just like letting go in front of the fire, like, you know what I mean? Like some interpretive dance or something like that. And she's like, you just got to feel it. it. That's the exact same scene. It is. Yeah, it's the exact the same scene. You could still, the, yeah, you know what I mean? That. Yep. And just it could like, be I like, I come out in the woods and I go crazy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like throwing axes or something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's, there's something here where it can be the exact same scene and contain the exact same moments without this unnecessary, like, uh, well, you know, collar pulling moment, I suppose is what I would call it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree. It did seem unnecessary, but I was glad that they gave me something where I'm like, okay, this, this character is breaking. And I like that at least. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it, but like definitely a scene I could have, or your version of the scene mm. is is what I I would have liked for that. So, buddy, I gotta be a movie editor. <laughs> what does that even what is- do? <laughs> <laughs> Other than, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what you would else would you think a movie editor does. Yeah, uh, they also so they do this thing um, that a lot of movies do that I don't like, where two characters kiss and then all of a sudden they're in love, and that's how that works. Apparently, you know what I mean? 
Uh, I know the trope. I'm just trying to think of this movie because, like, so they, they, the first kiss, it's like when, they don't like it. But um, the second one, where they make, like, come on, do a real one, do a do a real one. The secondary one, you can tell the moment is elongated to indicate that they're both kind of into just it being now. Like, oh, Ooh, you're la la. You know what I mean? I don't think that's how make it out works. I could be wrong. <laughs> Maybe I've just been picking I, the wrong people, but I, I can't imagine I would be like super into anything that my entire extended family forced on me. Oh yeah. Wanted to talk. <laughs> I, I made a note on that. Um, oh. I hate that so much. I hate, I, it. I hate, I hate it. it. Anytime I see it in the wild, like out at, at weddings, weddings is the only exception uh, where I'm like, eh, okay, I guess I, I, I guess we can allow this as a society. I don't like, it. I still kind of think it's weird. You know what I mean? I, Agreed. I, I think it's kind of weird, but whatever. Uh, in your home, in your family's home, this is fucking crazy. This and is really first, weird. The first time you've met this Yeah, woman. yeah, yeah. You haven't met this woman. Come on. And, and like, when somebody, when I'm goading somebody to do something, when I'm like, oh, come on, do it, do it, do it, do it. You know what I mean? When you're pressuring somebody to do something and they do it a little half-assed, and you can tell they really didn't want to even do that, you have to accept that. You got to go, okay, that's all I get for this. That's fine, okay. Yeah. You're not allowed to yell afterwards, give me a real one, because that's super gross. <laughs> super gross. Who wants to see that even? Like, And it takes does not take into consideration the fact that Sandra Bullock's character might be super uncomfortable with being surrounded by people that she does not know. Like, Let's say it's even just totally legit. Yeah. This is just the fiancé that... Uh, nobody knows about until now, the girlfriend that you haven't told anybody about, mm. I'm suddenly in a party surrounded by your entire extended family, and they're like, yeah, kiss her. Oh, yeah, so gross. So gross. <laughs> I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Although there was one thing in that scene that I did love, and I don't know if you noticed this, the same character just keeps yelling, let's get the champagne! <laughs> but she yells it like two or three times, and it's just the same character, and nobody's I did like, not. I did not I was clock like, that at all. I was like, that's awesome. That's I you? like that woman. <laughs> that woman is me. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> let's, let's get some alcohol, let's celebrate! Come on, the champagne! Hey, stop kissing and open the champagne. <laughs> it's Alaska during the summer. I have no idea if it's noon or midnight. And <laughs> I'm either too drunk or not drunk enough. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, if I can't find a bar in a place, I'll ask Craig and he'll be like, oh, you'll just sniff it out. You'll find it. Don't worry, Rebecca. Your okay. spidey senses will tingle. You will find that bar. <laughs> <laughs> that, we need to talk about that because this is that's just something I threw at you one time as a throwaway it's joke it's brilliant though and, and I you, love it you, I love it you, okay Craig I love I'm, it I tell uh, everybody about it I for, think it's very funny for, okay good because for a second there I thought you were holding on to something oh no oh my god no dude I think that's awesome okay fair enough I love a good I love just a good pass by burn just, like just yeah, a drive by you know what I mean real quick one quick sentence keep moving oh delicious okay fair enough fair yeah enough. oh you gotta just have respect for that <laughs> okay good 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 good. no good, disrespect good. absolutely we, we air our grievance yeah <laughs> i heard another comic has a uh has an impression of me and i've just been so flattered ever since oh. you know what i mean like i don't i <laughs> you're gonna have to tell me afterwards and i'm gonna 
Oh, it's like it was like it's no secret. It's Luba. I should have. I oh, forgot to get her to Luba. do it. Luba, yeah, we who had was her on. on our uh, Scott Pilgrim episode yeah. a couple weeks back. Yeah, 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 yeah Next yeah. time we have her on, I'm gonna get her to do it. Apparently, I, I haven't seen it. Do a good impression of you too. But I heard it's phenomenal. I heard yeah. it's a phenomenal. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. It's so it's it's. Lots of villains in this movie. Yeah, it's it is. Um, it's kind of hard to tell who the main ones are supposed to be. Um, I do think because there's like there's almost like seasons to this movie where it's like up front, it's obviously Bob is a villain, mm-hmm. um, and also Sandra's character. Um, yeah, I think from from Ryan Reynolds' perspective, like if this movie is about him, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think you could argue it is because it's his family and and everything. Um, a lot of bad stuff happens to him right at the beginning where he's basically his, he has his family reunion canceled by his boss. Then she blackmails him basically into marrying him. And like, Mm -hmm. like again, and and as I was saying, what happens if Sandra Bullock's character is of a different nationality? Uh, what happens if the gender roles here are swapped? Oh, I I like to think about that for movies yeah. sometimes because I get I find I get a little too amped up uh, if that makes any sense like for feminism I'm like yeah <laughs> like I get too excited and then sometimes I have to remind myself I'm like okay switch the genders and if this is still fine then this is okay that you cheer for this if you switch the genders and it's very bad then mm, maybe we shouldn't be so excited yeah like hot young twenty something uh you know assistant. And yeah. her boss is making her marry him so he can stay in the country. Gross. And she literally brings that up when uh, with the two with her two bosses. Yeah, yeah. And she says, "Who hasn't fallen from her secretary, right? Yeah, Jim or like, whatever." Yeah. And like gives finger, him the finger gun. Yeah, which clearly is on. Which basically nests this whole premise in like that misogyny is so. <laughs> <laughs> and like sexual harassment is so ingrained in yeah. this culture that it's fine once it's reversed a little, which oh, is it's, it's refreshing to it's people. Refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a, just, a, yeah, it's like an iced tea, man. People love that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just a new type of wrong. It's yeah, like, a, it's oh. like, it's like new Coke of wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like that whole thing is problematic. And then I, re- I really have no issue with them. Like, figuring each other out and kind mm. of coming out of their shells and falling in love. Cause like, you know, you take people out of the regular context and that can happen. But like it, it from Ryan Reynolds character, I, I can't even call him drew. He's Ryan Reynolds. In the whole yeah. Thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Oh yeah. Uh, that's the thing about romantic comedy. Sometimes you're just like, I'm not watching drew and Margaret. I'm watching Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's all I put. I had to yeah. change all my notes. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> all it said was Sandra Ryan, Sandra Ryan, Sandra Ryan. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're they're so uh, well iconic. If I know, I don't know any actors' names really. Okay, like not very many. You know what I mean? Like you have to be an A list, like top shelf actor. You have to be in the news all the time for me to remember your name. But if I do remember your name, that's your fucking name. That's dude. who you <laughs> are. That's who you are forever to me. I can't. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds didn't even really save this for me, which is crazy. Because like normally I'll, I'll turn a blind eye to uh, a lot of uh, either plot holes. Sure. Th- things wrong. If, if Ryan Reynolds has taken his shirt off once, I'm like, yeah, baby, slam dunk. This movie was a <laughs> slam dunk, man. 
loved Blade 3. Don't care. Okay, don't care. He took Green his shirt Lantern? off many times. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Green, you know. Green Lantern is a mess. Of it, oh, yeah, it's real bad. It is. <laughs> it's, it's real it bad. It, I, okay, because I, I went through Ryan Reynolds' dis, uh, filmography yeah. to like come up with some stuff for the, the scale uh, a little later, <laughs> and I was just like, I remember watching Green Lantern, and all I wanted out of it was just a fun superhero movie. And this mm. was before there was like tons of fun superhero movies. Yeah. All the time. It's just like, I just want to turn off the brain and just watch someone fly around in a green suit. And I watched it and I was like, this doesn't even work as a movie. Like I hate, mm. I hate that I watched this because even the, the dumb lizard brain part of me was just like, that doesn't work. Why did he go here, then leave, and then come back to that place? Like, yeah, because you just, at least hope with a movie like that. I always hope if it's going to be bad, it crosses over into so bad it's good. Sure. Like, I love a good, like a really, really, really bad movie. Oh, yeah, I'll soak that up. Love it. Love but, it. But you were saying Ryan Reynolds didn't save this one for you? So no, you really so. dislike this movie. Yeah. I just okay. like I I didn't I didn't like Sandra's character. I I do like the like I love Betty White and I love um oh uh who plays his uh mother again? Oh, Mary Steinberg. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. She, I think she's so fun. Like uh the two of them, I'm like this is hilarious. Also um Ramon Oh, yes, yes. Uh, like, Oscar from I, The I Office. I found that pretty, that was super low, low level stuff, but I did find at least, I'm like, okay, like you're, you're bringing something to the table here. You know what I mean? Like, I like to see you in the scenes. I don't mind you. Uh, the actor, yeah. The, the His performance, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to see him in stuff. I didn't like know his real name's Oscar. Yeah, most of the uh, supporting cast in The Office, their real names are their, their names. Shut up. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oscar, um, uh, Kevin isn't, but um, uh, Phyllis is. Uh, Stanley isn't. Um, oh, I'm, Meredith. I'm, I'm looking this up right now. This is yeah, blowing yeah, my yeah, mind. Yeah. I've watched yeah, the like I'm majority like, I'm, of <gasps> the majority of. Uh, I've been obsessed with The Office forever, and I still didn't know this. How? Well, because like the, it's the way that they cast it, right? Is they cast it as like we need a bunch of really good ensemble players to yeah. play the coworkers, and I believe they were also like, yeah, writers. Angela. Yeah, Angela. Um, Okay, and Angela, Phyllis, uh, Creed. Uh, Creed, I didn't think. No yeah, way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't even change his last name. No. <laughs> Mind you, I don't think they ever say his last name, to be fair. No, it's it's Creed. It's Creed Bratton. Yeah. like They, it, say, but, they say it in the... Do the, they? Yeah, all the time. Uh, Creed Bratton? They say his last name, Bratton. Say, yeah, 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 huh. yeah, yeah. There's a few. Yeah, there's a few. Um, that is so neat. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, yeah. A lot of the supporting cast are that. Anyway, this is we've sort of. We, oh yeah, into, we really, <laughs> really gone off. We're this is our audience choice episode, so we're kind of doing a couple greatest hits. We're like, hey guys, remember when we did The Office way back when? <laughs> How about a little Green Lantern action? Yeah, I didn't hate this movie as much as you did. Apparently, mm. I was just like, this is innocuous. This is fine. It kind of washed over me. I was like, I and again for me, I will give a movie a pretty wide berth if it has Ryan Reynolds in it. Yeah, that's true. Did you ever... He's so charming. Did you ever see Two Guys Who Girl in a Pizza Place? No. This is the sitcom that he was in from 98 to 2001. And it was on for, I think, like three seasons. And every season, they changed the premise of it. 
Like by the third season, it was just two guys and a girl. And like they dropped the pizza place altogether. And the only that I have no idea who Ryan Reynolds character's name was, yeah. but I know that his roommate, the other guy, mm-hmm. was Pete because of the way that Ryan Reynolds would always say Pete. <laughs> and he totally made that show funny and worthwhile. Oh, uh, I believe it. But yeah, it's like that. And that was my first, I was like, who's this Ryan Reynolds guy? He is so funny. Ooh, and then, plus like, he would have been young. Oh, we're going to look that <laughs> up later. <laughs> Maybe a bonus episode. Who knows? But Ooh, yeah. yeah, baby. I'm going to, yeah, he is, uh, Ryan Reynolds is definitely a triple young. Yeah, except he's been in some terrible movies. <laughs> oh yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's also Deadpool, baby. Yeah, true. That's a, that's a, he pulled that from the flames. Yeah, he he truly Literally did. the movie, yeah. He truly did. Although I have seen some people, I who was I watching do that? There was a an improviser that was doing uh, Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool while all the promo for Deadpool two was coming out, and it was the fucking funniest shit I've ever heard. He's like, "Do you guys like me yet? What's going on? I'm so out here." <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, because some of that, yeah. Only only Ryan Reynolds could have pulled that off. I wouldn't have accepted it from anybody else. I'm like, Ryan, or uh, Keanu Reeves maybe, but like... No, uh, Keanu Reeves doesn't have the sarcasm to do it. No, he doesn't, but I will accept anything that that man does. The only only other person I can think of uh, who could pull it off voice-wise, not physically, is... um, Oh, uh, from, oh, oh, I can't, uh, Jason Bateman. Oh. He's got that, he's got, he's sarcastic and enough. That's interesting. Yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, but physic like physically you'd have to have someone else stand in for him. <laughs> like, well, Ryan Reynolds is a jack guy. You can wear a little tight spandex suit and yeah, run around. Yeah, you can, yeah, like, you can. You know, That's I don't right, think Greg. Jason, yeah, and Jason Bateman, I don't think Greg's been out here noticing. Yeah, there we go. That's right. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, anything else we want to talk, cover off on this, uh, premiere audience choice episode? Premier audience choice? This is the first. You guys know. really surprised us with this one. We, we honestly thought you were going to go for, uh. Iron Man. I, that's what I clocked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I kind of Or Moana. Gonna... Oh, like, that that's been... right. We got that one requested a lot too. And then, uh, yeah. We'll you... eventually, I think, do both of those. Yeah, we do. Like... Uh, yeah. Speaking of, we do need to figure out what we're doing. This is, this is me. Like, <laughs> talking business with Rebecca because we don't have any time to do it otherwise. <laughs> we need to figure out what we're going to do with those um, the losers because, yeah, they're not going to just go away because a lot of people have suggested them. Maybe we'll do a... We'll figure out the rules later. Anyway. Yeah, we'll have a reject month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, like after six months or whatever, we can have a reject month. Yeah, there we go. Man. I don't know. This Send us a message. Let us know what you want us to do with the rejects, whether or not you want second chances and sure. that kind of thing. Yeah. More of this is up to you than you realize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really, we're it's su- really a lot about you guys. We're <laughs> super into suggestions. Uh, yeah. So anything else uh, before? I don't know. Oh my God. Oh, I wrote down this one note and this is so not to do with the movie, but because of like the, this weird family situation, it reminded me, did you read that thing? Um, I read a lot of advice columns. Did you read the one that like broke this week about uh, the family that was like trying to kill this woman with mushrooms? No. This is so crazy. Okay. So um, I can't even remember. I, it was on a ton of sites because, you know, like as, as soon as it's picked up, everybody This is the one just, where the mother-in-law was poisoning the... So, well, what happened was this woman writes in and is like, hey, like, I don't know how to deal with this situation. I'm like deathly allergic to mushrooms. Like I'm like, I will die if I eat mushrooms. Um, 
And they're uh, and the family just like straight up like thinks she's like either lying or doesn't believe her or whatever. Um, so they continue to serve mushrooms at every meal and like puts them in in ways where it's like there's no way you like they'll put like mushroom powder in like mashed potatoes and shit. And she's like, she will die. Anyway, she got pregnant and they were like, OK, like we can't we literally can't even come over to your house anymore. <clears throat> Pardon me. Because, like, uh, I'm pregnant, and, like, unless you can assure that there will be no mushrooms at meals, they were like, well, we're a mushroom family, and we will continue. So they haven't spoken <laughs> for, like, months or something like that. And she's like, I need advice. What do I do? And the advice column is like, girl, run. Like, what do you do? These people are psychopaths. Don't just cut them out. She's like, yeah, like, just keep that shit cut. Like, I'm sorry yeah. you're sad. And this is really unfortunate. But like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah. That's Isn't that wild? Mushroom, mushroom family is a weird thing, to, a weird and hill to die on. Apparently, the uh, husband said that before they started dating, he rarely ever ate mushrooms. None of their family did. That's insane. They're trying to kill her. That's insane. That's crazy. Anyway, I don't know why, like, just this whole, like, going to meet Dude, families yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It just, like, jogged my memory on that. I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever read, I think. That is insane. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah. Anyway, it really had nothing to do with anything no, no, other, other than, than the fact families. that. Uh, no, I like it. We're, uh, we're real loose here. <laughs> I just oh, thought episode. it was absolutely astonishing. Um, so, yeah, I guess we could probably get to our definitive rankings of the villain where we... Uh, even the definitive ranking of how good they are, yeah. right? Uh, what do you got this week for back? Uh, so I, I actually, I, I'm going to rate uh, Mr. Gilbertson. I, actually, okay. Mr. Gilbertson and Joe Paxton, I think they both apply to my ranking. Okay, okay. Um, I did a uh, Golden Girls scale. Nice, uh, and on a Betty White. Be- yeah. Betty White. Uh, and I went from a Dorothy to a Blanche. I gave them a Sophia. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? Saying the shit that needs to be said, okay? And you don't like it, okay? When we don't care, it needs to be said, and somebody needs to say it, and we're going to be the team that says it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Done. Uh, nice. So I've got my uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, bad movie scale. <laughs> <laughs> so on a scale from Green Lantern to X-Men Origins Wolverine, uh, I'm going to give him a solid Blade Trinity. Uh, and, oh, I'm doing uh, the dad here, Yeah. right? Because... Uh, He's doing his best to keep somebody out of jail because Ryan Reynolds is do- Wesley Snipes only did the third one because of the tax evasion oh, thing. Right. <laughs> and was a super dick about yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, you know, so so he's mo- doing his best, just mostly mm-hmm. trying to help someone avoid jail, uh, but mostly just ends up talking to nobody because the one scene that Ryan Reynolds—I don't know if you know this—there's uh, a scene where Ryan Reynolds in Blade Trinity is talking to Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. and Wesley Snipes is not in the car. He yeah. refused to show up. So there's this hilarious B-roll of just Ryan Reynolds just talking to an empty seat. Dude, I read somewhere so anyway. that they had to CGI um, Wesley Snipes' eyes open during one of the scenes because he refused to open his eyes. <laughs> what a disaster of a I don't know if that's true, but I read that oh and I was like, that seems God. like it's true. That seems about right. <laughs> yeah, um, for everything else. Yeah. 
And then I guess uh, just, yeah. So before we get to our uh, heroes and villains of the week, where we talk about people who've inspired or disappointed us in our personal lives, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Yes. Uh, please like and subscribe on uh, Apple. <laughs> Apple Music, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, I think is what they call uh, iTunes, if you're old school. I'm about old. It. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can also uh, follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter, like our Facebook page, uh, The Villain Was Right. Uh, villain was right at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or anything uh, you want to hear or uh, just, you know, compliments, you know. <laughs> uh, we read them. We like them. And uh, if you if you have a couple bucks that you want to throw away to help support the podcast, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunately not free to do this. We have to, you know, record and we have to, uh, you know, uh, host it and all the rest. So if you want to help out with the production of that, uh, head on over to uh, patreon.com slash the villain was right. And we actually have a bunch of uh, really cool tiers. So as you know, this is our audience choice episode um so our uh uh our i forget which tier it is uh it's our no it's our it's our uh two-faced tier it's our two-faced tier uh that gets to choose um the the movies for uh the monthly audience choice episodes so which is this we're doing this so we're doing this every month and uh this is going to be uh it's it's um movies that you guys have uh, suggested and uh, we're letting the, the patrons uh, patrons vote on it. So this is the first one that did that. So if you're interested oh. in that, go on over and check it out. We also have uh, bonus episodes that are out. So um, this month we did uh, Frisky Dingo and Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Starting some hot debates. Hot, sub- hot, hot debates. Hot debates. So if you're interested, you got a couple bucks to throw away. Head on over to patreon.com. Slash the film was right. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate it so much. You guys are the best. We love our listeners. Um, you guys are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And now... <laughs> And now, t- story time. Yeah, <laughs> heroes and villains. <laughs> yeah, I love how you just cut to that. You're like, there's a there's a pre- context, uh, pre- subtext, context. Ah, one of the texts to this. <laughs> oh, this is a this is a real loose one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you're just like, nah, it's story time. So it's there, story time. There we go. That's uh, what it is. Yeah, I've got a. Uh, what did I? Oh, I've got a. I got a. I got a villain this week. How about you? Oh, I got a villain. I've got a, a proposing villain. Oh, okay. Yes, I, think we, I, I tailored my... <laughs> all right. I think we should probably end on you then. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, my villain uh, was... I was at a comedy bar, a local comedy club that we uh, both know and love very much. Woo-hoo. And uh, a amateur comedy competition had just let out of one of the rooms. So I was like just walking around the bar area. And there was a bunch of these dude bro guys just like you know fucking jacked as hell like you can picture these guys yeah and i just overhear them going like oh no man absolutely that wasn't very funny like absolutely nobody was offside it's like you gotta be uh, oh it's like yeah nobody was like offensive or anything like that. it's like you gotta be fearless up there to do comedy it's like i think i could go and do an open mic and do better than that and i was just like you fucking ass. He's like, yeah, nobody had any courage to really speak. I was like, do you realize how much fucking courage it takes to get up on stage and do that? A ton. And by the way, this isn't like the first round of this competition. This is oh, like yeah. the semifinals. This has been going on for like weeks, if not months. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And these are the people who've made it through. I guarantee you that this fucking douchebag, if he tried to do comedy, would eat it so hard, so hard, so quickly. Like, it's no, just. No, you want to know what it'll happen? 
<laughs> Sorry, I've just what? seen this happen a thousand times. Uh, these people say that if they do end up getting the courage, the courage or whatever, to go do one of these mics, they bring all their friends. They get really drunk before because they're like, um, they, they want to seem like they're calm, but they're not. So they have to drink through it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they do actually kind of pretty well because they have a bunch of their friends in the audience sure. and they're like, Oh, this is really like interesting or whatever. This is crazy. I can't believe, uh, I can't believe Joe's doing this. This is nuts. Right. Uh, and then the second set they do, they eat the hardest dick. <laughs> yeah. It's always the second set. Okay, I, it's, okay. it's every single person I've ever seen do stand up. The first set goes well because they have a nervous energy. And most people do have at least one funny story or like a funny couple of thoughts or whatever. Um, they unload all those. They have an okay set. They get too confident. They go to their next show. They go, I don't need to bring my friends because I'm fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> And then they and show up and they, yeah, oh yeah, they get their shit handed to them so fucking fast. It's beautiful. No, but no, no. just yeah, just the the arrogance of not giving those people the credit that they're due, and the fact that these are the funniest people who've come through this. You know, like it's just yeah. like just just to watch something and go like I can do better because I can say you know bad words into a microphone. It's just anyway, you know, as someone who's been doing it a while, it's just so that's my villain of the week. Real, real light, but I uh, thought it was worth. Oh, mine happens at a comedy show too. Uh, so mine, I was doing a week. This was uh, this was a while ago, but I was doing a week at um, Absolute, and um, they come into the green room. Uh, one of the doormen comes in and is like, "Hey, so we have a special event tonight. We have a special request." Um, one of the people, uh, one of our audience members would like to propose to his girlfriend on stage tonight. Mm. And we all go, <laughs> but you know what? We get it. Like, I get it. Okay. Yeah. This is something that's nice for the audience. They think it's cute. It'll amp up the show a little bit, but every comedian in this green room is going, that's going to cut into my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right? laughs> like, ah, I'm going to have to do less now, which is unfortunate because I wanted to do more. This is the best club ever. Um, so they're like, okay. And he, but normally the rule is, um, is that they'll have to do it at the end. That's normally the rule. Sure. They have to watch the whole show and then they do it at the end and then it like ends on a big high or whatever. This guy is absolutely insisting, insisting that this must be done off the top of the show. So like nothing has happened yet, whatever. Uh, I think the MC does one or two jokes, brings this guy up and they're like, okay. And we told him, we're talking to him in the green room. We're like, you gotta be speedy though. Like you can't, you know what I mean? Like this can't be a 10 minute proposal. These people didn't pay money to watch your proposal. You know what I mean? Like this is, I get that this is your special night and everything, but you're really impeding everybody's good time by doing this. <laughs> oh, honestly, yeah. I, now my, okay, this is just a, an aside. I think all public proposals are nightmares. Um, I think every, sure. every single one of them is a nightmare. I don't understand. Unless you have a very specific girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like, unless your partner is a very specific type of person, I think 90% of people hate this. And then there's a 10% that's like, oh my God, that's the best. I want to be, I want it to be a big spectacle. I need it to be large. Uh, I'm this type of woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or whoever. Um, yeah, so he call so he calls the woman on stage, and it's very clear what is about to happen because he's like, "We had our first date here." Okay, so we know this is happening. This chick knows that this is happening. We're all in on it now. He makes her do like a question and answer thing while they're on stage. Hands her cue cards, and they're like doing a little thing, and it is pain. It is painful, Craig. It is uh. fucking painful. This goes on for I'm not kidding. 
eight minutes? Eight minutes? That's too okay. long. Oh, that's way too long. <laughs> that's way too fucking long to be in a comedy club and nobody's laughed, okay? It's it's nuts. Anyway, this guy just meanders through. It's so painful to watch. I feel so bad for this woman because I'm like, there's no fucking planet where I would say yes to that dude. But I guess if you're dating him, then obviously this yeah. is fine for you because what a fucking nightmare, right? Anyway, she says yes, but like... Oh, it's always hesitant when it's public. It, it felt reluctant, and it kind of felt like, mm, I feel like you're going to get outside and have a discussion. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like to me. Anyway, um, so this is very uncomfortable, but whatever, dude. That's cool. Show gets rolling. Everybody's having a great time. I get on stage. Um, I'm about, like, I don't know, I'm a few minutes in, and I have this one joke about put how women put their bras on yeah. differently. There's a couple of different ways, and I just go through the different ways and talk about it, whatever. Anyway, um, I get a fucking heckler. I cannot believe it. I'm getting a heckler during my bra bit, which I never get heckled. I'm getting a heckler during my bra bit. This guy's yelling out, like, yeah, I'd love to see you do that, da-da-da-da-da. Like, I'd love to see you putting your bra on. And I go, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Um... Is that the guy that just proposed to his girlfriend? Yes, it was. It was no. him. It was 100% the guy that just proposed to his goddamn girlfriend. I was like, this is horrible. Holy I literally cow. yelled at her from stage. I was like, girl, run. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking run. Did you actually? I did. Oh, of course I did. So and we all laughed like I was kind of joking, but I really, girl, if you're listening, yeah, I, yeah, I so meant I, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no universe in which they're still together. Oh, yeah. Anyway, needless to say that this man is a villain in my life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a, that's a tough villain. Ooh. Uh, villain for sure. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, just about does it for us, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, this uh, that's been uh, The Villains, right? Uh, Rebecca, where can people grab you? Same place, uh, at Rebecca Reads. <laughs> okay, very nice. Uh, and you can uh, grab me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, CraigFay.com for show dates and I will actually be at uh, Absolute Comedy Kingston uh, as this comes out next week so uh, August 29th through 31st uh, so if you're in that uh, Kingston, Ontario city uh, come check Kingston, it out Kingston, Ontario city yeah, yeah. Uh, come check it out uh, and that has been us for The Villain Was Right reminding you uh, t- to keep your cell phone away from large birds of prey uh, I, this has been The Villain Was Right and next week we've got uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So stay tuned for that. Thanks, everyone. Bye. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>